Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless, not truthless Bravo recappers from the North. Please help us be a little bit less hopeless and a little more truthful by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Or if you really want to make our week, give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening to us. We appreciate all of you so much. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at HopelessNotTruthlessPod and talk to us there. I still need to get Christmas presents for people. And Sarah, I have this big plan. I know. It's like the 21st of December. I know. I So I ordered some stuff online this morning that I can just pick up. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I still need, I, I have so many things, so many things. What's happening? I'm getting very stressed. I'm very fucking stressed. Okay. Very fucking Friday stressed. Yeah, that is stressful. Um, Just Amazon it. I, I tried. Amazon won't deliver here until after. And I'm doing the oh. chef knee, knee shake oh, right no. now. Oh my oh, God. No. Yeah. Okay. It's well, fine. just go out today and just grab them yeah. a bunch of random stuff. Who's happening. it for? Who's it for? Like everyone. Oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> It's going to be fine. Well, I had a big plan to make my parents and Troy's dad meals, freezer meals. That was going to be my gift. What do you get the people who have everything? And then I just ran out of time because he's coming tomorrow. And I'm like, I just, I I can't, I can't do it. I don't have the capacity to do it, you know? Well, to be honest, would he even notice if you were making those in front of him? Well, that's, that's very true, actually. (laughs) Probably not. Just do that. Yeah, I should actually. Maybe, maybe you've just solved my problem. Oh well, Thank you know what? You. I love doing that. It's spreading the joy. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. I've got two more tiny things to wrap. I've done all my wrapping as well. <clears throat> Listen, okay, this is what comes from not making a Christmas dinner. I'm doing Chinese, so you have <laughs> had oh, so much more to on your shoulders. I haven't done anything for my Christmas dinner. You've had to think about it. That takes time. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's I just like to, you know, test myself every year. Yeah. Well, you mean like push the boundaries? My dad For used sure. to do all of his shopping on the 24th of December. <laughs> oh and he God. every single year now I have to put up, well, not put up, but every single year he makes the comment, you know, the stores are a lot less busy on the 24th. <laughs> every year. But he's this forgetful guy. He can't. I don't know if he does it on purpose or if it's just a mm. daddy Keithism, but uh, yeah, well, it could be both. I don't like eggnog. I have never liked eggnog. I think it's disgusting oh, I since I was it. a child. And every goddamn year, <laughs> five or six gets times it. a year, not just gets it. Would you like some eggnog, Narelle? And I'm like, oh, dad, I don't drink eggnog. <laughs> I hate it. Why do you got to remember? <laughs> He does the same thing with like <laughs> sugary food, like when I'm low carb, which is 95% of my life. He's like, would you like some bread? And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yes, yes, I, mean... I would. But <laughs> yeah, so Jesus. go out on well, December 24th. That was my long. Maybe I will. You'll have the mall to yourself. Who goes shopping in a mall anymore? Anyways. I know. I went into a mall the other day. I'm like, holy crap. I haven't been in a mall since before COVID. We used to (laughs) go there for fun. For fun. Constantly. So funny. Like, I haven't seen the inside of a food court for years, honey. No. I saw saw one. I'm like, oh, I don't miss this. But we still spent 
hours walking around we all had we lived in a kind of town i think at that time it probably had maybe forty thousand, fifty thousand people Mm -hmm. in it so it had one clothing store and we all shot there yeah bootlegger and we used to go in there i'd take in my like allowance money my babysitting money Mm -hmm. (laughs) go in there and buy like a pair of jeans (laughs) oh my gosh sarah bought the sickest pair of sparkle jeans (laughs) so sick lisa barla oh my god these are so sick they were though <laughs> that's one of my biggest takeaways from my teenagehood was your glitter jeans <laughs> from bootlegger sadly they did leave an imprint on many people's brains mm-hmm. and i can't live it down and they were very sparkly and i hate myself for it did you keep them yeah you know no i kept a pair I of my all the jeans sparkles washed out did you yeah oh god <laughs> that would just make me sad one day i'm gonna fit back into them that's totally oh, good for you. That's totally rational. Totally rational, right? (laughs) That's a terrifying thought. So what are we talking about today? It's F Word Friday, aka Farty Friday. All right, Sarah, I let you slip that in last week. I didn't even hear you say it. And when I was editing, I heard that you mentioned a little Farty Friday. Farty Friday. You gotta let that die. It's never gonna be Farty Friday. It is to me. Well, it can live on in your heart. It's always gonna be a Farty. Like my sparkly jeans? <laughs> <laughs> like your sparkly jeans live on in my heart. And every now and then I bring them up in conversation. That can be Farty Friday for you. This is not Farty. You put the poll up and you I did. must abide by the results. <gasps> Blasphemy. Okay. Okay. Um, what was? What did we decide the name of this episode is going to be? Because I forget. Um, Feeling Exploited, exploited Friday. Friday. After Whitney Rose and her mm-hmm. being exposed again. She's being mm. exposed by... He- not exposed. She's being exploited again by Heather. Her <laughs> vagina has been exploited. It's feeling exploited Friday. It's my favorite. Let's start with Salt Lake so we can talk about this. All right. I am dying laughing already. Okay. Let's do it. Real Housewives Salt Lake City, Season 4, Episode 15, Swimming with the Fishes. Oh, it could have been Fishy Friday. Oh, no. Don't like oh. that. Fish Friday. That's fish okay. Friday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. There could be Fish Friday. There is in Catholic religion. Fish Friday. That's is that what it's called? They're, they're only allowed to have fish on Friday. But is it actually called Literally. Fish Friday? Well, I think amongst themselves. Really? Oh. I, I think it extends beyond Catholic religion as well. Yeah, Fish Friday. Huh. All right. I didn't. I'm learning things today. Which sounds good because I'm all about the fish. So I don't know. Something about Fish Friday is just not very appealing, though. <laughs> When you're forced to have it, Norelle's like, no, no, don't you dare put me in a box, But if it's, if it's my idea, I'm like, that sounds great. <laughs> it's the Aquarius in me. I can't help myself. Okay. Okay. So right off the bat, Heather invites Monica to go for a walk so they can sort out what happened between them at dinner. I actually feel like Heather did a pretty good job of expressing why mm. she flipped out because it felt like Monica was purposely coming at her on a touchy subject that heather she was antagonizing she her. was she yeah. was yeah. for sure yeah heather heather is always very good at just kind of forgiving and moving on quickly it feels it almost feels a little insincere sometimes to me i think it's a good characteristic in a housewife to be able to do that so that things don't drag on 
but it does sometimes go into the insincere department because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I have to say, seeing Meredith lighting birthday candles on Monica's cake back at the house after they all accused her of sending fake DMs, talking about Angie and the mafia. Yeah. Like, it was eerie to me. It looked like I was watching a scene from the Joker. How how could that happen? Yeah, that was weird. She's disassociating, maybe. I think she must be. My jaw literally dropped when I saw that. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> like, what the shit? Why is Meredith there? Anyway, it was weird. Okay, but what about Monica admitting that she would make up a fake account to spread gossip? <laughs> People, she she acknowledged that. This is an an admission here. My premonition is that I feel like this is terrible foreshadowing. What if she has been doing all like the past few years, all of the death threats, all of the like weird things from people? What if it's all been Monica? And listen, what if the phone call is actually Jen from jail calling Heather to tell her that it's all been Monica? Oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious. Right? I mean, you did kind of peg Monica a couple of weeks ago. You're like, mm, I think it could be Monica, which is good and bad because if it is, it means she won't be back. And I'm so bummed about that. Yeah, I'm really bummed she's not going to come back. I just don't understand. Other than Mary, nobody's talking to her. No, yeah, it can't work. I can't like, fathom Anna- what is going to go down that is so bad. That nobody will talk to her. That's what I keep coming back to because I have a whole bunch of theories, but none of them are bad enough that the entire cast has turned on her. Mm -hmm. So, Because even if it was the beauty lab thing, I feel like people could move on from that. Here's the thing, though. Heather has confirmed that the phone call is not about that. She has confirmed that. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Now I'm excited. See, I don't like spoilers, guys. I I know. and trying to stay off the internet. I do like spoilers to a certain degree. I like little spoilers. Yeah. Like I like previews. I don't like actual spoilers. Right. And I have seen people talking about how the truth has been revealed and there Ooh. is a spoiler floating around. So if you don't like spoilers, be aware of that. People apparently okay. know what happened. So oh, it's going to be about tricky because we've got a couple weeks to go here before the... Yeah. I think we're going to stumble okay. upon the truth before then. So Probably. I'm sure. Keep your okay. eyes shut, people. So Monica's shaving her legs in the bus. A dry <laughs> shave. Yeah. Dry shave. She must have really fine hair. <laughs> like, what's happening? Maybe it's a special type of razor. I... I no. What, that, what, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts I, on that? Well, I cringed. I mean, my thick... Australian leg hair could never. <laughs> that sounded weird. My dad's Australian, you guys. I don't think I've ever mentioned. I think Australian leg. I don't hair. think I've ever mentioned. Actually, my mom's got like some Polish. Do the Polish have okay. thick leg hair? I haven't asked, um, but probably. Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. yeah, that was intense. Well, I mean, I just thought, you gotta. Ow. You gotta Ow. do. Probably Angie should have been shaving her legs in the bus too. She wouldn't have been late. You have to prioritize. I loved her run. Yeah. She's so fucking cute. I love her. She is. Who would have known I would have ever said that? This is insane. I was just going to say the boat guys, when they get on the boat, why did I? Okay. So I watch a lot of Below Deck. I know you don't watch that show. I used to and I love Below but there's just too many. I can't. So I'm very used to seeing the boat 
staff on those shows, seeing Jameson sure. and this other guy, I'm like, did you guys steal this boat to take the house? Like, <laughs> one of them just like had his arms crossed as they were like ordering food. And they're like, yep, yeah, cool, whatever. Yep, I'll bring it. I'm like, do, do you guys <laughs> really not notice? Do you guys really work here? <laughs> That's cute. All right. So Heather asks Meredith about her lack of a reaction. Good question. I almost, I hate myself for it. Oh, don't say it. I almost believed Meredith. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me <laughs> Why? I think it might, maybe, I don't know. I could see Monica could doing do it. it. I could. I know. I know. I'm too tainted, too tainted against Monica now because I'm like, I mean, it kind of, Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Oh my God, Meredith makes sense. Meredith pulled Monica to the side after that. And Monica starts pointing out that they were Googling Greek mafia uh, in Utah together and that they had had a very in-depth conversation about Ange specifically. And then Mm -hmm. Lisa breaks in and she's emotional because... She's losing (laughs) losing it. In her eyes, Meredith is doing to Monica exactly what she's done in the past to her and to other people. Whitney. But in my eyes, I cannot help but wonder if Monica has orchestrated this entire thing. Like she had fake fan accounts. We know that. Mm -hmm. She was using fake identities when she was scamming the beauty labs. Like... She's not above doing that kind of thing. So she would have known already that this rumor slash DM shtick was Meredith's calling card. Like, are you telling me for one second that there's no possibility that Monica watched the show beforehand and knew exactly how to frame Meredith? Because I think that's it. That has got to be the big thing. And I can see the rest of the the, um, cast turning against her for this. Oh, I think they would. I think you're right. The way they all reacted to it. I mean, Whitney is pissed. Lisa, she is just going off like, stop lying, Meredith. Stop lying. You are a liar. You're doing this to Monica. Like, they're all teaming up and protecting Monica. And that's exactly what Monica craves, right? Look how Monica reacted when Lisa and Meredith were on the bus. After this, she was pissed. She was pissed. So I think she's trying to stack her team by setting Meredith up. She befriended Meredith first and it's all kind of coming into play. She's very conniving. Like she's that kind of smart. And I just, I keep going back to the episode where we were discussing like, I don't I don't think Meredith is so dumb as to do it so obviously I agree with you after especially after hearing what she had to say I thought yeah it's just too obvious and they were on a plane they were talking about the Greek mafia it just came up and Meredith even says all of the details we spoke about were what were in the DM and it does make a lot more sense as to why Meredith said that's why I text Monica asking did you ha- did you also receive a DM? Like, she was suspicious. The only question that that leaves for me now is why we've seen all the previews of Heather being the one to get so upset at Monica. Mm-hmm, like, if mm-hmm. it was Meredith, then I think we would all know for sure. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, well, okay, we shall see. And of course, you know, Whitney takes this opportunity to bring... Her own experience with Meredith back onto the table. (laughs) She's such a victim. But they won't even hear Meredith out, period. They all feel she did it. And I think it's part of 
someone's master plan. <laughs> it is also the price that Meredith has to pay for the shitty shit that she's done in, in the past. She's now the housewife yeah. that cried wolf. Like no one's going to believe her. Yeah, she had, she does have a bit of the syndrome of not owning her shit either. Like yeah. she does, she verbally says it, but there's nothing there. Okay, I have a question for you. Love it. Why the fuck didn't Whitney take out her extensions at the hotel? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. What? What? Okay, <laughs> she ripped out her extensions to, before she jumped in the water. Those, t- I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Oh. tacky ass extensions. On the boat. On the boat. She took them out and then Angie wore I saw, them. No, I saw Angie yeah. wearing them. I didn't see her tear them out. Well, oh my. <laughs> you know what I'm, yeah, you're taking you're wearing your extensions mm. on a boat, and then you have to take them out on the boat, and then you I go. Guess, the... I guess she didn't want to get them wet. But... Of course not. But why would you even wear them on the boat? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have extensions. Can someone explain this to me? I just thought, oh, girl, no. Maybe it's so bad. she just really didn't think she was going to go swimming. She was like, I can totally wear my yeah. hair extensions. And then she saw the water and she was like, oh, god damn. I really want to get in there. Because those extensions are not good. Like, I've noticed them all season and I'm like, oh, they look so bad. They looked really good as a hula. Yeah, they did. And, and she did pull them off. Yeah, she wore it better. How did you feel about the amount of selfies that Lisa has taken? <laughs> What is this, by the way? I don't have this option on my Samsung. It's the iPhone, iPhone. of course. So I looked mine up. Okay, good. I was going to ask. 1,780. Sarah, you need to step up your game. (laughs) But I looked and I'm like, oh my God, most of them are my child. Because (laughs) you take the selfie and you know, to take selfies now. So yeah, I'm way behind. It's not okay. Um, No. No. Going back a little bit. Meredith is so ridiculous sometimes because I feel like Angie is quite literally, as Austin Kroll would say, the most forgiving person in Bravo history. Oh, I've made a note here and it says <laughs> Angie accepts apologies way too quickly. Way too Like, she's just like, that's all I wanted to hear from you, Meredith. I just needed those words because I'm I just simple those... and Greek. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Meredith, she doubles down again, even when she's kind of apologizing if you were standing in my shoes you know it's unpleasant every time it doesn't stop angie and then angie just immediately forgives her even though in her confessional she says she doesn't trust her yeah we're seeing angie learn how to be a housewife i guess Mm, okay and it's it's a bit rough and tumble like she does not forgive Meredith. I don't think in her heart she forgives Meredith, but she's trying no. to. Okay, that is what I needed. I'm I, I'm accepting your apology. I've seen her do that a few times now. She accepts apologies way too quickly. And I'm like, girl, stand your ground. I really feel like this may go with our conspiracy about Monica a little bit. Because she has Meredith pegged, Norrell, when she said about Meredith like I feel like it's like Meredith now knows that I'm not doing what she wants anymore and so now she has to switch back to Lisa and she's gonna make Monica the piece of shit now Mm. she's just left out here alone because she came out with all that crap and I don't Mm. know I I do think there could be something about Monica doing it I don't I don't know she's involved she has to be Mm -hmm. I don't know it just everything's falling into place and maybe that's what we're 
supposed to being like being led to believe by producers so mm-hmm. that it is a big surprise. But I'm I'm picking mm-hmm. up what they're putting down. And I think Monica has underestimate, underestimated Meredith a little bit because if anyone can figure out Monica, it's Meredith. Maybe she can't see through her cloud of Xanax right now, though. Maybe she's... Uh, yeah, that's true. But Meredith is beating Monica at her game, I think. Yeah, she's going is. over to Lisa and, you know, cuddling up to her. I thought that was very clever how she said that very. Brooks gave me some advice to lean into Lisa because she knows me the best. Because this stokes, or is it strokes, Lisa's ego. Because right yes. away, it makes Lisa soften. Like, oh, Brooks said that about me? Oh, my God. She's smart. Yeah. The only other thing is I can see the storm a-brewing between Whitney and Heather here. On the bus, when, you know, Whitney starts talking about Justin and his nose and all of that. And it was disgusting. But the way Heather kind of sex shamed her again another person on a bus yeah. she's like you and monica can talk about ass eating all day long and i literally wrote fuck off heather that's so rude didn't whitney bring her into it though like she made a comment did she i think she oh. did oh didn't she? oh i just thought she was talking about um justin's nose being a helpful assistant I have to, I'll have to rewatch it because I'm pretty sure she made a direct comment to try and engage Heather into it. Okay, that's different. That's different then. That's, but I could be wrong. Maybe she didn't. Maybe I just thought she did. But we got to talk about what happened between Whitney and Heather when they got to that bar. (laughs) The most insane, like, four minutes of television I've seen for a while. I got to be honest. I actually thought for (laughs) the first three minutes of those four minutes... Um, I thought Whitney had a point. I thought... Did you? Okay. I did. I was like, you know what? That is pretty messed up that <laughs> Heather is refusing to talk about her own sex life, but mm-hmm. putting putting Whitney's out there until I got to the point where Heather made it very clear, like she gave Whitney full editing privileges <laughs> yes. before the book went out. And then I was like, oh, okay. Oh, girl. Oh, you lost me. You lost me. That was it for me, too. Right? For sure. For sure. I get that the point that Whitney's trying to make is above that. However, let's examine this. Whitney made such a big deal. Like, she brought the book out to Justin when she was packing. She was like, look what I'm going to read. And then she packs it. And then she goes on the trip. And she makes sure to read the book on camera when everybody's Mm -hmm. looking at me. She made such a big deal about the fact that she's going to be reading this book as if it was for the first time and she had no idea what was going to be said about it. I fucking believed her at first until this came out. But could you imagine if I wrote a book and there was a chapter with you in it? The first thing I would do if roles were reversed is go out and read my chapter to see what you said. I'm sorry. I would. And she did read it and and she she made edits. She made edits before. She was perfectly fine and happy with what was put out in that book. Which Heather brought up on camera. The thing she didn't want in the book, which was shady. I'm sorry. You deserve it at that point. If you're going to make out as if I just secretly wrote this book behind your back, then. She is so always looking for a moment, this Whitney Rose. Always looking for a moment. She's always the victim. Every season. Every season she does this. Why are you so defensive, Heather? And she's like running as chasing. Why? 
And Heather's like, get away from me. You're drunk and crazy. Like, I don't blame her for wanting to take a minute. I was so team Heather on this, honestly. Pretty much right out of the gates because of the way Whitney approached it. And I could tell she was wasted just the way she was speaking. And what happened with the push or the shove or the fall? Like, poor Angie got smoked. And then Heather fell down and Whitney yells at Heather as she's on the ground. That was my shoe, Heather. <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> this is insane. Absolutely insane. And it was only in hindsight that I really realized that Whitney planned the entire thing by bringing the book. Yeah, she sure so did. So it's pathetic. She has to do this every season, have a big outburst like this, and try to weaponize her, like, feelings, her feelings. And yeah, and the things she's been through and yeah. all of that. And you can hear just the way Whitney speaks. She's done a lot of therapy. Yeah, a lot of therapy. So having said that, who is your zero? <laughs> my zero, my zero, my zero was Whitney. Yep. For talking about Justin's nose. Well, he gives her the oral pleasure. That was like insane. That was insane. And also just for being a shady bitch. Who was your zero? Mine was Whitney for using the book and and pretending to be hurt about what was written in it. (laughs) Okay, who was your hero? I didn't have one for this episode. Mm. There was no standout for me. What about you? Angie for wearing Whitney's hair as an accessory (laughs) and proclaiming she owns the streets because she's the she's a boss bitch not the boss mafia bitch yeah that's that's pretty good what was your favorite (laughs) moment oh my god i laugh so hard when they're in that like kind of whatever pub the popular pub at the very end and then the light started flashing oh yeah she just goes (laughs) what's happening what's happening I like. Oh, I love that. I want to go on vacation with Lisa. I think she would be. She would be a blast. Fun. As yeah. long as you never had to like discuss anything of importance. Exactly. Like... As long as you don't care about you know your feelings and just listening, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. What about you? Um, definitely Heather's confessional when she was reenacting being fresh on the dating scene with facial paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, so how's it going? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That poor thing. She had to tape her eye. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you're single for the first time. Oh my gosh. Terrifying. All right. Well, well, that's it for Miami. Salt Lake. That's what I meant. <laughs> We're heading over to Miami, yep. baby. Yeah. Let's let's go. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay. Let's roll on over. Real Housewives of Miami. Season 6, Episode 8, Palm Beach Pandemonium. So the women are making some great points about Lisa and what Lisa should be doing right now. I don't love that they are questioning uh, the stuff with her kids. Yeah, it, it did feel a little shamey to me. It did. I. It, yep. And it mm-hmm. gets a lot more shamey at the end. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, I thought we were kind of at shade level four. Yeah. Now we're, like, at shade level 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, seeing Alexia and Marisol argue and seeing Ooh. Alexia defending Julia, mm-hmm. that was bizarre. It was mind-blowing. Um, so Do strange. you agree with Alexia or Marisol? Did Julia go too far with Marisol's ex? I th- I do think she did. 
if someone in the group I film with has befriended my ex and continually still hangs out with them and then brings up information about my private life and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, ac- accusations, I'm pissed. Okay? Yeah. I'm pissed. And then I'm pissed. My best friend isn't pissed. And she's kind of, I felt like Alexia was kind of minimizing the situation at hand. Yeah. Alexia's like, she, you can't be mad at Julia. She said nothing. It's fine. And I'm like, pardon me? She said something about Marisol introducing the two of them. Like, you introduced them. You can't blame her for, <laughs> like, this is my boyfriend, right? Like, I don't, I don't oh, know. I thought she, I thought she introduced them after they broke up. I don't think if it's such no. a bad breakup, I can't imagine. But that's true. That's true. I hate this motherfucker. Please yeah. introduce <laughs> you. To- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like I, I get everyone's different with this kind of stuff, but for me, I would, I would never do that to my friend. No, I or even either. my coworker. So it was very refreshing to see, but it does seem like a decision has been made by Alexia to separate herself a little bit from Marisol. And I don't think Marisol's going to like that very much. Oh, she does not like it. So we see Julia confronting Alexia after this. And I'm so happy. I love that she did it. It could have gone so much worse, I think. I felt the same. Like it really could have escalated here. Alexia really, I mean, it's very obvious she was pretending. Like she. So obvious. Like, so obvious. Oh, I, w- I was just joking. All 10, yeah. 20 times that I said it, it was just a joke. <laughs> I was just making a joke. And I mean, anyone would be uncomfortable and awkward being confronted with this just because yeah. of the nature and sensitivity of the subject. But it was, yeah, she, she's fibbing. She's, she's fibbing. I do wish that she could have owned up to a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she goes there, though. No. <laughs> Mentally. No, yeah, yeah. no, that's true. This is probably both of our favorite moments of the episode. <laughs> Are you about so to talk about the alligator? Yes, I screamed. <laughs> so funny. And of course, Adriana has to be the one. She's like, oh my God, there yeah. he is. The best. They all, like, the best jump moment. Up. Maris, like Dr. Nicole booked it. She is running. Well, that you don't mess around with alligators no. in Florida. Even we know that. Oh, yeah. Like, I would not come back out. I, I would lock myself in the house. Marisol is up on a table. Oh, that's yeah. where I would be, for sure. Oh, hell no. They could get up there. Speaking of Marisol, do you know what my second favorite part of this episode was? Because right after this, Marisol admitted she wants Adriana dead. <gasps> Did you notice? I know. No. No. <laughs> Hi, por favor, what? <laughs> it's in a confessional. And um, she admitted on camera that because <laughs> they're all making fun of Adriana for freaking out over the alligator and like making everybody jump up and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, said something in her confessional about, I want rigor mortis, Adriana. That's the oh, only Adriana. <laughs> You've just confessed to the crime. <laughs> Thank you. I I did case, like I case stopped. closed. Case closed. <laughs> oh my god, she's so insane. Yeah, she scares me. She scares. She scares me more than Adriana. Oh, that oh was god. too good. Too good. Oh, that cracks me up. Um, um how do you, f- <laughs> Julia? Yeah. How, how, yeah. how did you feel about how she brought that up to Lisa? I really love the way everybody 
agreed like earlier on in the episode. They were like, okay, yeah, bring it up in a gentle way, Julia. Bring it gentle. up, you know, be gentle. Lars is like, hey, 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 I'll, I'll back you. I'll back you up. Like totally like I'll back you, back you up. Yeah, just, okay. just do it gently. And then Julia's like, I'm a better mother than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Julia. Julia, where is the tact? You're always so well put together. Oh. She is like, the sa- Lisa wasn't even sat in her chair. She no. just came guns a blazing. And then Alexia's like, buckle up, bitch. I'm coming <laughs> in. Everybody is dumbfounded. Like, Julia, uh-huh. no. And what did she say? She was like, Alexia and I have the same feeling, you know, like we are better mothers than wives. I, like, I don't blame Lisa for feeling that she was being interrogated in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I hate mm-hmm. to say it. She kind of had a point. They're telling her to stop talking about Lenny. Like, stop talking about it. Lisa, stop bringing it up. And then the next night, they're like, so tell us more. Like, what's going <laughs> yes. on? Give us, give us I, the nitty gritty. And the other thing that annoys me is that they believe everything they see in the press, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that speaks a lot to their opinion about Lisa. Agreed. And Larsa's not helping the case. Okay. Well, behind her back, Larsa is more than happy to say anything, even if it's disparaging. She's one of the biggest, like, backtalkers. Horrid. And then to her face, she's like, "Mm, cuddling her. Not going to say a single fucking word. her back. Yeah, it was so bad the way uh, Julia brought this up. And then it was even worse, I think, with Alexia just going in. But it almost emboldened all the other ladies because then they think all so. like Kiki and Gertie and yeah. uh, they're all they're all talking. They're all saying stuff to poor Lisa. It was bad. I actually had a lot of sympathy for her. I honestly can't believe this conversation didn't end in tears. Okay, can I tell you my most interesting moment of the episode? Of course, yes. Yes, it was this moment. And the fact that Lisa did not react or get upset or cry. And you know why? You know why I think she didn't? Why? Because it was all about Lisa. (laughs) She was, (laughs) they were all talking about Lisa. And she even Mm. said like, wow, I was sure the topic, the hot topic of conversation at lunch. Like, I think in a way she loves that they care so much about her. That's how she sees it. You're right. Because in the moment, like in the days prior, when she has cried in a similar kind of conversation, it's when she tried to bring the conversation up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was like, shut up, Lisa. Yes. Interesting. You could be right. You could be right. I was very surprised as well because she just walks away. She's like, okay, like I'm going (laughs) to my room. Group hugs. I would have bawled, I think, if I was in her shoes. If I thought my friends thought that poorly of me and basically insinuating I'm a bad mom, then yeah, Yeah. that's pretty shitty. Well, moving on from this, we got a scene with Nicole and her dad. Yeah. And Nicole was supposed to be meeting his girlfriend, Isis. I'm really glad that they managed to, like, her Nicole and her dad managed to kind of get to this place mm-hmm. before he passed. Because I know things between them were very, very contentious in the past. And I'm very happy that she got to that place. They had the therapy. Mm-hmm. Really hard to see her telling him, like, you know, maybe you should, like, pump the brakes and really think about or consider how long you're going to be around for before you have another child. So sad. That was yeah. heartbreaking. And I bet that was really hard for her to watch. Too. Yeah. And like in a way, I'm so glad she had this on film. And But on, and on the other, I thought, oh, that must be 
devastating to know that's there, but. And then to learn that you have like other siblings <gasps> that you didn't even know. know about. I hope she connects with them now. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, rest in peace, sir. Yeah. Did you say rest in peace or? Sir. Sir. <laughs> I'm like, or what? Or or not. <laughs> or not. It's up to you. Jesus. <laughs> Dealer's choice. It's your call. So then Oh my god, find- that's what I said to my pain doctor when he was putting my infusion needle in. He's like, Why would you like it? And I was like, Dealer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Did he chuckle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cute. So then we find out that Lenny is trying to take um, 100% custody of the kids. And he's trying to paint Lisa as an unfit mother who is abusing prescription drugs. Damn. This came as no surprise to me whatsoever. This is kind of uh, typical behavior for a man like Lenny. He doesn't want to pay child support. He doesn't give a fuck about the kids. No. He's not trying to take the kids away from an unfit mother. He just doesn't want to pay the money to Lisa. To Lisa. Yeah, he is such a scum bag. I hate him. I I think uh, Marisol should go to that doctor and bring his picture or something. I gotta say, Adriana is the friend we all want yep. and we all need and she could give Larsa a lesson or two. The way she supports people is so refreshing and heartwarming. It really is a very good characteristic of hers. And she's my hero for this episode Me because too. of that. Me is she? Yes. It's probably the only time it's going to happen. I think it might be. I was like, I have to give it to her. She was so supportive to Lisa and Palm Beach. She was the only one who was like, this is too much. Like, yes. you got to, you know, give her a break. And she even said, where's the empathy? Where?" And that is so huge. I love that about her. Yeah, I loved that. That was really kind of her. I feel bad for Lisa. And I think Lisa was totally right that people with money especially men with money, mm-hmm. they use it as a weapon in divorce proceedings like this. Like he will beat Lisa into the ground with his money because Lisa doesn't have the same, you know, deep pockets to be able to go through the whole process like Lenny can. So, so sad. I'm curious as to how that all turns out, but yeah, I'm uh, sending Lisa the best of vibes. So who's your zero? Honestly, Julia was my zero. <laughs> yeah, that's for, fair. For just. Like, okay, I want to say Alexia, but it's too obvious. I'm saying Julia because she's, she came out of the gate swinging and she also kind of dragged Alexia into it, forcing her hand. So Julia, you, you're you my zero. What about you? Mine is Larsa. Oh. Simply for the fact that she is so quick to, you know, throw out these digs about Lisa behind her back, her so-called best friend. Mm-hmm. And then when the moment comes to actually confront her or say what she's been thinking, mm-hmm. Larsa's big old lips are sealed. So she's a coward. She is awful. And what was your favorite moment? Oh, I already told you. Sorry. Oh, right. You did. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours? My favorite moment was probably Kiki when she was celebrating her <laughs> croquet <Yes>. goal. <laughs> She's running around the field and her boob popped out. She didn't even notice for like. She didn't know. This is like, okay. I okay, swear guys. to God. I, My nipple actually... feels any air. No, I know. They're sensitive. I immediately know. I immediately know. I feel uh, like Narelle. you're about to tell me a story here. What were you this about to say? This reminds, Narelle knows the story. Because I was I so, like, shell-shocked when it happened. But this reminds me of my son's music teacher. Okay? Oh. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, yeah. The poor yep. woman. We went. Oh, God, I hope this never gets back to her. Should I tell this story or not? Yes. Yes. Okay. You okay. have to now. Um, I mean, don't say her name. No. We we go to the concert. This has happened two years Christmas in a row. Christmas concert. Okay? Christmas concert. Sorry. Two years in a row now. And she is teaching these kids. She's an amazing, incredible woman teacher. All the things. But she has a tendency just to bend over and pick things up on the stage, at, like between songs. And she's, we see her, we see her whole ass, her whole ass. Yeah. And I think she thinks the tights she's wearing are a lot darker than they are. So it's like. they're fully transparent. Al- almost nearly fully transparent. And so it reminded me of that. Like, how could you not feel your dress riding up? How could yeah. you not feel her titty hanging out and jiggling all over the place? I don't know. I mean, she wasn't wearing a bra. So mm-hmm. it would feel the same, but that That's dress, true. that dress, you feel it. <laughs> you, feel, you feel it. And the same as your poor teacher whose oh, dress yeah. is so short that it rides up. You feel it. Maybe some people don't. Maybe some, maybe, maybe it's like, maybe we're I've, super feelers. You know what? We could be super feelers. We could just be yeah. like also a little more paranoid, you know? Maybe. Yeah, Some people are just more be. wild and free and good for you. I'm jealous of that. That's and they don't notice when their titties you. come out and when their ass is bent over nope. in front of an audience. No, nope. mm. it's, it's, a, it's a thing for some. Not for this girl. This girl, nope. unless I'm covered up entirely, I feel self-confident. Or self, I, don't, uh, I don't think I've ever accidentally sorry. flashed anybody ever. No. Um, like a gust of wind has done me dirty, but I have never done it on purpose no accidentally i have purposely flushed people oh but... <laughs> i love that i love that for them well i guess that brings us to the end of feeling exploited friday yes baby and that is the, our last episode of the year our very last episode of 2023 oh that's my so gosh, wild guys. i'm so excited for a holiday i know you are Oh my gosh, I've got like almost two weeks, three weeks, two and a half weeks weeks. of no editing. Yeehaw, girl. Oh, I can't. Well, I mean, after I do all this editing, then I have no more editing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us this year. It has been an absolute blast. We hope you have the best holiday. I know we are going to, and we'll probably have lots to tell you about it in uh, the new year. We'll be back on... Sometime in Someday. January. The, the first week of January, I believe. Yeah, first week of January. We we will be there for sure to uh, recap what happens in Bermuda. Salt Lake. I can't. I can't. Happy holidays, you guys. Thank you so much. We love you. All the best. And until next time, stay truthful. And not hopeless. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, do, all do. of the holidays. Feliz Hakuna Matata. One of one of Okay, bye. Love okay. you. Bye. Ciao. High five, Sarah. We did it. We did it. 2023 yes. is a wrap.